Hi, I'm Nick. And I'm Mel. I grew up playing outside. And I grew up doing something meaningful, watching movies and TV. I never had cable, and we finally bought a VCR about the same time DVD players hit the market. Throughout our marriage, Mel has sadly missed many of my pop culture references and movie quotes. So it's time to catch up on all the films I missed. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Yeah? Movie, movie, movie. Are you ready for a movie? I'm ready. What are we watching? You don't know? No, I don't know. How have I been responding as I'm talking about this one? What, what have I been acting like? Like just now in the last 10 seconds? I mean, I've been, I Five think seconds. I told, it feels like forever in my mind because I've been thinking about it for a few days, but oh. I realize I probably told you five minutes ago. You're, you, you're super geeked. Yes. You're really excited about this movie yes. and you think I'm going to love it. You said it, I think you said it's going to blow my mind. I think it will. I don't, I cannot comprehend what that would be. All right, you ready? Okay, tell me. It's a little-known film called The Hobbit. (gasps) It's The Hobbit, but it's not the it's not the Peter Jackson Hobbit. There's another Hobbit. There's another Hobbit. There's another Hobbit. Yes. Is it is it animated? I can't. That was a yes. Or deny that. That was a yes. I'm so excited. My guard is slipping. (laughs) I don't know if it's animated or not. I'm not certain. That this is so amazing. Mm -hmm. I let let's. What else do we have to talk about? Let's watch it. I'm I'm assuming you know uh, what the basic premise of this film is. Yes. (laughs) Yes, I know the story. I know Uh the characters. Yeah. I can't wait to see who plays Gandalf. Mm-hmm. Or who voices mm-hmm. and Bilbo, cheeky Bilbo, cheeky as we Bilbo. like to say. Yes. Oh my gosh. All right. Oh my gosh. I never. Wow. I know. There's so much I don't know. Well, this one, I mean, this film, you already know this film, but if you had to put your own spice onto a tagline for this film, what would you call it? What would you say? Um, The original Hobbit. <laughs> Because I'm guessing it came before Peter Jackson. That's the least spicy tagline I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) I know. I know. Oh, wow. Maybe animated. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. So you've not seen this film, too. No, I didn't know it existed. I'm so excited I'm off my game. You didn't know it existed. Okay, cool. Are you ready to go check it out? Yeah, let's go. All right, let's go. There lived a hobbit. Many ages ago, when this ancient planet was not quite so ancient, long before man recorded his history, it was the time of Middle-earth, when man shared his days with elves, dwarves, wizards, goblins, dragons, and hobbits. In the lands of Middle-earth, in an area known as the Shire, there was a village named Hobbiton. There, in a hole in the ground, lived a hobbit. Not a nasty, dirty, wet hole, nor a dry, bare, sandy hole. It was a hobbit hole, and that means comfort. Bilbo Baggins? I am looking to hire a burglar. Burglar? I'm afraid you've come to the wrong place. You mean you do not wish to share a grand adventure? Dear me, no. 
We hobbits are plain quiet folk. Adventures make one late for dinner. Enough. I am Gandalf. And Gandalf means me. Gandalf? Not the wandering wizard. At your service. Dwalin, Balin, Kili, Fili, Dory, Nori, and Ori. Owen, sir, and Glowin, sir. Call him Biffer and him Buffer. And, uh, Bamboo. At your service. We are all at, at your, your service. service. The greatest <laughs> adventure. I'm going to talk the whole podcast like this. Oh, wow. It's going to be very challenging. <laughs> and I'm committed. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry. The Hobbit. The Hobbit. That was cute. It was very cute. Yeah, it was. It was animated. It was animated. That is correct. You were throwing things at the wall. And uh, yeah, were you surprised to see that it was animated when, when it started? Um, no, I was pretty sure I was right. Yeah? Ooh. and uh, Cocky. <laughs> oh, I didn't recognize Gandalf's voice. I didn't recognize any of the voice names. Like, Yeah, none of the... Uh, I also, too, did not recognize, you know, any of the actors or voices. So this was made for TV. Some great names in these actors, though. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Thurl Ravenscroft. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like a name from <laughs> that, The Hobbit. That is a great Otto <laughs> Preminger. What? I love it. Uh, and then, you know, Cyril Richard <laughs> with a T, Rich. Oh, I got to keep going. Sorry, Theodore Gottlieb. Ooh. That was the voice of Gollum. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then Orson Bean is Bilbo. And yeah, John Husted is Gandalf the Grey. John Houston, sorry. Okay. Houston? Houston, yeah. He, his voice was great. Oh. Do, do you know him? No, but his voice is amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he also kind of looks like Gandalf if you see him in real life. <laughs> oh, we probably should for anyone who hasn't, you know, read or seen or heard The Hobbit. Uh, do a quick summary of the film, don't you think? Oh, yes, absolutely. But you should definitely just read The Hobbit. Oh, yeah. Like, um, right now? Yeah. Like, oh, stop okay. listening and stop read, listening the and Hobbit, read The Hobbit if you haven't read it. Yes. Right now. Um, so there's a little hobbit named Bilbo Baggins, and he lives in a hole, and it's described, and it's really cool. And um, one day, a wizard comes up to him, Gandalf, and now this is... There's a lot of veering from the story mm -hmm. because they had to, you know, keep it short. Yeah. This was like a made for TV. <laughs> Is that a Hobbit pun? <laughs> it shouldn't be. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, Gandalf comes and um, also 13 dwarves and they want to hire Bilbo as a burglar to help them steal back their gold from um, a dragon who had taken it many, many years ago. Yes. And um, so Bilbo reluctantly goes on this quest and they have lots of questy things that happen in between um, on their way to getting from when he leaves to when he gets to the, mm -hmm. the mountain. 
and um, ultimately they are successful and they get the gold. And um, it's a really great story. It is. It's it's so comforting. There's something so comforting and sweet about the story. So it was fun to see it animated and like the way that they rendered it, um, the way they drew Bilbo <laughs> made us laugh. Not how I pictured him. Yeah, we watched this one with the kiddos and they went bonkers when they saw Bilbo. Mm-hmm. His eyes are just ginormous. Yes. And his hair, he's got this like feathered hair. It, yeah, it's it's quite impressive. He's he's adorably cute. He is, yeah. Um, it's Japanese animation. I but you can't so. really, like all the names were Japanese when we watched the credits at the mm, end. Right, that's right, that's right, yeah. But mm-hmm. it doesn't, I mean... Except for the big eyes, like nothing in it would like say right, right. Japanese to you, I don't think. No, no, agree. The Gandalf too, like the way they drew Gandalf is just <laughs> so great. His like, eyebrows. It, it framed his entire face. <laughs> he had a line of hair that strewn across his eyebrows, pointed outwards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he had like blades of eyebrows pointing off to the right and the left. And kind then of just, owly. Yes, like an owl. And then it just went straight down into the beard. Mm-hmm. So there were just some uh, little eyes just poking out from just a face full of hair. <laughs> and the older dwarves had really wrinkled foreheads. Yes. Their heads were huge. Yes, they like, were. Their foreheads were twice the size of what you would expect, I guess. Yeah. Like if you're picturing Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. <laughs> yeah. But his hobbit hole looked mm-hmm. just like the movie that, the Peter Jackson movie. Yeah. It was really. Um, similar with the carved wood mm-hmm. and the roundness, the circles, the arches. It was adorable. Yeah, I wonder if Peter Jackson actually, I'm sure he probably saw this as a kid. Yeah. It's from 1977. Did, so, Did you see this as a kid? I definitely saw a bit of it as a kid. I have a vague memory of it. Hmm. I can't remember if I just remember that song that I was humming uh, in the beginning here. <laughs> or if I definitely... I remember the look of it, though. I remember seeing like the animation style and how the characters all looked. I remembered all that. Okay. So I was probably really little when I saw it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it also had commercial breaks, and that was fun. Well, yeah, it's technically a made-for-TV movie. So, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's shorter, too. Yeah, it was about an hour and a half. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So um, do you think this brought any... What was, whoa, 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 so many questions because you're such a Hobbit nerd and a Tolkien nerd. <laughs> you're literally draped right now in a Middle Earth uh, blanket, like a map of Middle Earth blanket. That's true. You literally are. Um, so how, was there anything about this rendition of it that surprised you? Um, they cut, there's so much that was cut out. Yeah. And so that was a little, a little disappointing, but I understand, mm-hmm. you know, if you're making it for tv it has to be shorter Mm -hmm. um luckily peter jackson didn't have any qualms about putting everything in (laughs) (laughs) we're going to make up for it later when i do it (laughs) um the way oh another thing was that um there were a lot of songs during yes the film there were there was the one that you sound the greatest adventure yes that one happens a lot because there's a lot of walking yes but there's a lot of songs and those were taken right from the story from the book. So in the book, there's a lot of like the the dwarves have a song that they sing in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of tells what is going to happen and how they want to go get the gold. Okay. And it was put to music and it was in the the one that we watched. So that was cool because like mm-hmm. when you're reading it, 
you don't necessarily put it to music. And it sounds so great when you hear it sing sung the way kind of in the style yeah. that it would have been meant to be in. So yeah. that was really cool. I like that. I like how um, when you're, this is obviously fantasy, but the fact is, is, you know, there was no electricity, there were no recordings. So like it, whenever you're in a pre-recording in digital age or electric age, like just the reality of having to generate your own music is always, I, I, it always resonates with me. Like everybody had to kind of know how to sing. And even if you couldn't sing, you'd sing just because if not, there's nothing, you know, you get, you get nothing. So I thought it was cool hearing them with the different songs too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Um, it was interesting how they did Gollum. Oh, how so? The voice was, I mean, I'm just so used to hearing the other Gollum. Yeah. yeah. And so this was like, a, a man's mm-hmm. reasonable little voice, you know, <laughs> and it was like a conversational tone, sort of that Gollum had. Yeah. Um. He, and when he did his Gollum, Gollum thing, um, it was re- literally just the man saying Gollum, Gollum, like it was very <laughs> quiet, you know, yeah, yeah. almost like under his breath. Yeah. Um. So that was interesting, and it kind of stood out. Not bad, but just different. I'm and literally hearing Andy Serkis's Gollum like in my head as we're talking. Too. It's hard like, not to. Yeah, he really owned that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. So a chill that. Gollum. Okay, that yeah. was a little surprising. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't know. I think some of it was. I think they were just kind of limited by animation, which is weird to say. Yeah, how so? Um, there's a part where like he jumps over Gollum at the end mm-hmm. and you don't get the sense of like what's going on because it had to be kind of it couldn't be as dark as it really was. Oh. And he he didn't he wasn't quite invisible because you had to see him. Oh you know yeah, what I mean? Because yeah. so, he was like kind of like fady, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um Okay. So it was interesting seeing how they like dealt with those challenges of like the animation to right. still tell the story yeah uh the blue elves were probably the part that threw me off the most like i don't think they covered why they were blue and it was just very off-putting it made them feel like goblins to me mm-hmm. and the elves like they didn't look very human at all they looked they almost looked kind of goblin They, they were did. lanky and mm-hmm. kind of had, if I remember, their heads were like slightly big and yeah. yeah. And they were blue with blonde hair. So yeah, that I think that just that kind of style choice mm-hmm. just doesn't really didn't seem to set with you. Well, I think they were trying to really distinguish the different races between yeah. like the dwarves and the hobbits and the elves and the goblins and all that. Yeah. Um, I also thought it was amazing that each one of the uh, different species, they could all sing wonderfully. <laughs> like the goblins had their own song and they had these bass singers. And, yeah. <laughs> it was entertaining. It was fun. <laughs> so um, what was your favorite part of the movie? Um, when the <laughs> when 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 Frodo first turns around, I mean, Bilbo. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. Oh, wow. Wow. That's like, well, we started reading Lord of the Rings. Wow. Anyway, sorry. Sorry, friends. Let's rewind that one. <laughs> when Bilbo, yes. his, when it's first, when he turns around and you see his face, mm-hmm. that was like, everyone in our family shouted, whoa, that's Bilbo. <laughs> and it was like a huge moment. That was so much fun. 
Um, but I really always loved Bilbo's interactions with Smog. Oh. Um, he, it's such a, like, it's so tense, mm-hmm. but he's so bold. Mm-hmm. And he, like, um, has his little cheekiness and his riddles and, like, the names that he gives himself. Mm-hmm. Um, I I love that. And it was it was done well in this one, too. Do you think, uh, like, the Gollum interaction is kind of where he got the idea for that kind of stuff? Yeah. 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 I mean, I, but I think ho- riddles are, like, a thing of Hobbit. Yeah, they like, do like Like, they're them. into riddles anyway. Mm-hmm. It's just a way. It's just their... their culture their customs it's part of their culture yeah <laughs> cheeky bilbo what did you like about it what were some favorite parts um <clears throat> i i liked the hobbit hole like the establishing it's such a weird scene the hobbit hole in the beginning mm-hmm. with the dwarves coming in it had such a strong like snow white and the seven dwarves vibe to me oh yeah because it was animated you know it the fact that it was animated and there were the dwarves and and doing that and they were you know, there's scenes where the dwarves and Snow White and Seven Dwarves are cleaning and doing all this stuff together. So it it, it was like a really, it was trippy. It was yeah. like seeing an alternate version of Snow White almost for me when I was watching it. I can, I totally see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was like a weird trippy vibe when watching it in that. And pretty much uh, anything with Gandalf, I, I just really liked the interactions, how they made him just like magically appear out of nowhere. <laughs> um, yeah. And then I was a bit surprised the birds, didn't the birds, if I remember right, they, they, the birds grabbed them with their talons, right? Instead yeah. of them riding on top of them. They first, so they grabbed them the first time when oh, they saved right, right, them right. from the trees. Right, right, right. But then later when they ret- they bring them yeah. to the path, yeah. then they get to ride Got on it. top. Yeah. There was... It, Saying it out loud made me remember the birds like they looked like like coloring was very different from what I would have expected. Yeah, they didn't look so much like an eagle, but a hawk. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like they had like white and brown versus just being. Am I remembering correctly? Versus you are. Yeah, versus just like I think in the movies they were just solid brown, and that sounds as I say it out loud like not that big of a deal. But when you, I'm kind of a bird nerd and <laughs> you are, <laughs> I am. And when you see them on there, it was very like, for me, it was very like jarring, like not what I was picturing at all. This is totally nitpicking territory, but oh. I felt the same way because I was like, oh, they're hawks. They're supposed to be eagles. Yeah. Come on. I know. They're I know. Majestic. We're looking for majestic birds here. <laughs> maybe they don't. I don't know. The people who were the illustra- illustrators and designers, maybe they'd never seen eagles. They were just used to hawks. I don't know. And they're like, what's the difference? They're birds. <laughs> Who knew? They're big birds. They're big birds. Um, so how would you rate this one? Um, this is, I think it's fun to show your kids. Yeah. I think it was a great idea to show ours. They loved it. Mm-hmm. And even if they're not familiar with um, the story or the book, mm-hmm. The Hobbit, yeah, it's a really great kids movie. Especially for younger kids. Mm -hmm. It's totally safe. You don't have to worry about anything. And it's not scary. Yeah. Because everything is animated in a way that it's not made to be like freaky or scary. Mm -hmm. So this is like super kid friendly. Um, Make your kids watch something old (laughs) type of movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like this was animation in my day or something. Yeah, (laughs) totally. I feel like too, like pairing this with the book, because we had just read The Hobbit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, 
the live action ones are pretty intense. So like if you have younger kids, you probably aren't going to graduate directly to it. But this is like a good like a good culmination type thing too to pair it with. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I think the animation was pretty good too. Like there were some things like you said where stylistically they had problems, you know, like it was difficult to convey the invisibility, etc. But like all in all, like animation holds up pretty well. I didn't it didn't feel I don't know, like low budget or anything like that watching it now no definitely not for some reason Hmm? maybe it was the colors or the style of animation it kind of reminded me of (laughs) he-man do you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. i don't know why it's that color you're talking about is like slightly washed out colors right it wasn't extremely it wasn't like super vibrant yeah and i have no um this is not based on fact at all but (laughs) my feeling for that when i think of he-man is like oh well, it was all on VHS tapes, so everything's washed out in color because <laughs> it was on VHS tapes. Well, I uh, mean, but we were—I was watching He Man on TV. I know, and it was like that. But they were—you were watching it broadcast to you over the air from VHS tapes. Oh, that was my question. So I was. Yeah. Well, there were different kinds of tapes, but it, the hmm. point is, is tape, not like <laughs> film. So, yeah. I'm just picturing like someone thinking. If I made a connection between The Hobbit and He-Man, is, is that what Frodo, I mean, oh. Bilbo looks like? <laughs> oh, you did it again. I did it again. <laughs> uh, well, he does have actually some strong Orko vibes. You <laughs> yes! know, the wizard, the tiny yes! wizard. Yeah, yeah. And He-Man. That, that's a really great point, actually. Thank you. I wonder if they just saw that and they were like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> Let's take the giant scary guy with the hat and meld him together with the tiny guy who's really cute. <laughs> and then all the dwarves, too, like, had face coverings, didn't they? Yes. Like, they would hide Beards. their faces a lot? No, but, like, weren't there points where they were, like, literally covering their faces? No? I thought those were beards. No, no, I know they had beards. I thought there were parts where they were, like, kind of, like... a like, cloak? Yeah, mean? like, cl- cloaks over their faces and obscuring their... A little so bit. So you couldn't see them. I'm really just trying to go hard on the Orko angle because he had something covering his mouth. Just go with it. Okay, fine. Let's just say it. So thank you. (laughs) He-Man exists because this movie exists. So thanks, Tolkien, again. Again. You rock. He has the power. Um, (laughs) Did we cover the worst part of the movie? What did you think the worst part was? Was it? Um, This is an interesting conversation because, like, we know the story so well. So it's not as surprising. Yeah. You know? I mean, I just, I would have liked to see more of the story. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, afterwards, that. the girls were like, where was Bjorn? There was no Bjorn. Oh, yeah. Um, that would have been nice. And the whole Arkenstone, there was no Arkenstone. Mm-hmm. Um, and that whole business at the end. Yeah. Like why was there even any conflict with right. the Arkenstone? Yeah. Well, I mean, the Arkenstone like solved the conflict, mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. But um so that would have been cool as well. Hmm. So what do you think the message <laughs> of this film is, Melissa? <laughs> huh. I mean, I think one of the one of the many messages. Oh my gosh. You okay? One of the many, many, many messages. You've never been more from... equipped to answer this question for any <laughs> of the films we've watched, by the way. Well, I love I love the, the fact that. Bilbo goes and does something completely um, out of his nature. Mm. I mean, in the book, like, it's always like, oh, the Tookish part of him. Like, there's a part of him 
that is from the family of the Tooks that yeah. is adventurous. Um, but in this one, they don't cover that, of course. There's no time. Right. But the fact that he tries something totally out of his scope and succeeds. And uh, I just love that. I yeah. love his willingness to just try something new and really go for it. Like, even in the beginning, you know, he was hired as a burglar. So when they come upon the trolls, the <laughs> Thorin Oakenshield is like, you go and get something. Like, go steal their start meat burgling. Or yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so he does. He tries it. He just, just kind of just wings it. And mm -hmm. um, it ends up okay after a little bit of trouble. Yeah. I love it. Did, uh, did you find a message in this? Well, I mean, it's just don't hoard gold <laughs> or else a dragon will come and destroy your culture oh. and, and take over your inhabitants. Yeah. That's the message in the film for me. Yeah. The gold sickness, mm -hmm. the greediness that the comes greediness. over you. Yours is nice, too. That was a really good one, too. I liked that <laughs> one a lot. That was good. But again, don't hoard the gold. Right. Just being clear on that one. Don't be a thorn oak and shield. Um, Man, what I want you to what nerdiness of this movie? Like, do you feel like this filled another nerd portion of your psyche? Oh, yeah, totally. Because we were just having a conversation with someone mm -hmm. and you, know, you were you yeah. were talking to someone and like you mentioned The Hobbit and that you watched the animated one and they were mm -hmm. like, what? There's an animated one. Yeah. So this is like this is like geek cred for like the obscurities yeah you know there's like a whole um range of obscure things that you can know about and mm -hmm. like feel superior because you know about <laughs> um this falls into that category <laughs> totally it's the gotta catch them all factor of, of <laughs> tolkien um you know there's one thing like i've never been clear on too they say they say master burglar do they mean that as a title or is that just like your name like master baggins like it just means you're the like, which way is it used? Um, I want to say it's like a title. Okay. Yeah. So, like, they're not saying he's a master burglar. It's more like saying Mr. Burglar. No, no, no. I'm saying the other one. Oh, they think he's a master burglar. Yes. So, Gandalf really snake oil salesman oh, Bilbo. Yes. He definitely wanted Bilbo in that position and made it made it happen. Wow. Made it so. Okay. You're, you're mixing your genres here. That's sci-fi. <laughs> but I'll allow it. Thank you. Um... I can't be too Picardy. Oh, wow. That was that was a good one. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I don't have enough data points to make more jokes, though. Oh, my gosh. That's okay. That's, anyway. that's enough. Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm, I'm actively stopping myself because there were like three or four more, but I'm done. Um, <laughs> I might fall asleep. <laughs> like I did if in I keep part going. of this movie. Oh, what part did you fall asleep at? Um, a little bit towards the end, but not the whole end. What? I don't know, like for 15 minutes, I fell asleep. <laughs> I was really tired. Oh, and I, that song is really like a oh hypnotic lullaby. That's, if you need, I guess I would change that in the movie if I could true, change anything. True confessions here. First movie, <laughs> is this the first movie you've fallen asleep during? Yes, it is. Whoa, okay. I know. Wow. Eesh. Uh, okay. The, um, <laughs> the stylistic singing, like the, the, the easy breezy folk music, like from the seventies, the yeah. late seventies. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yes. That puts you to sleep. It does. It's lilting. I'm starting to get tired just thinking about <laughs> it right now. I know. So if anyone ever needs something to put them to sleep, you could either a ask me to just record and use, 
use my yoga voice and I will talk to you <laughs> like this. Or you can just go to YouTube and look up The Greatest Adventure and yeah. you'll just hear that and it'll just put you to sleep. Pretty quickly. Pretty quickly. <laughs> if um, if you could be any character in this movie, who would you be? Mm. Um, well, of course. Don't you- say Bilbo. That's the what you want to say, <laughs> of course. Uh-huh. But I'm going to say, um, I think Bard. Bard. Bard okay. is awesome. Yeah. He's the one who ends up killing the dragon. That's pretty impressive. Um, yeah. So, and he's he's pretty awesome in the in the other movie too, and in the book. He's just he's just great all around. So I think I'd I think I'd want to be Bard. Nice. Plus, he lives on the water. Uh-huh. You know, he's got a great place. I would get seasick if I were on the water, probably. <laughs> it's on a dock. It's You're on not a dock? moving with the water. All right, all right, I'm fine then. I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> Who would you be? Gandalf. No no hesitation. <laughs> you would, Greybeard. I I would. I would, I would start talking like this <laughs> all the time. <laughs> That's hard to do because I just read a book where I was trying to talk like yeah. that all the time. It's not easy. Oh. I, I, You'll get used to it. I'm up for the challenge. Yeah, totally up for the challenge. You'd have powers. Uh, yeah. If you were Gandalf. That's awesome. the thing that blows my mind about it, too, is like, I don't recall them ever going into why they thought, why Gandalf knew that Bilbo was the person who had to do this mission. Was there like a prophecy or something? Like, how did he know to go to Bilbo and have Bilbo be on this mission? Are you looking at me <laughs> like, because you know way more about Tolkien stuff than I do. Do you know the answer to this? Well, he's... A wizard. Like, oh, that's kind of his job. That's his job. He's kind of, think of it as like, kind of like the matchmaker of the universe where he knows what will be good for Bilbo mm-hmm. and what will be good for the dwarves. And he knows what Bilbo can achieve okay. when pushed. And so he seems to have, a lot of times, he seems to have a little bit of like extra knowledge or foresight. He can see things that are going to happen. Yeah. And it's like probability sensitivity or something. I don't know. Sure, you could say that. But <laughs> he's he's kind of making things happen. All for a good all for a good purpose. Well, he certainly is making things happen. <laughs> wow. Okay. Any uh parting thoughts as we uh start up the track uh to the greatest adventure and fall asleep? <laughs> Read the Hobbit. <laughs> That's fair. Read the Hobbit. Yeah. All right. This was fun. Yeah, agree. I hope uh, maybe we'll have an opportunity to watch it again and you'll have that 15 minutes be fresh for you. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. The greatest adventure is what lies ahead. Today and tomorrow are yet to be said. The chances, the changes are all yours to make the mold of your life is in your hands to break the greatest adventure is there if you're bold let go of the moment that life makes you whole to measure the meaning can make you delay Time you stop thinking and wasting the day. The man who's a dreamer and never takes leave, who thinks of a world that is just make believe. 
Is in your hands to break. 